0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to HWN episode 12. Before we get into today's thoughts, I have a quote for you. The woman I'm becoming gives me chills. I'm obligated to move differently. I have work to do. Unknown. Unknown. Welcome to Happy Right Now, the podcast for female 9-to-5-ers working to elevate their mindset and write the book of their heart. I'm your host, Rebecca Kelsey Sampson, a fantasy and personal development indie author and marketer. When I joined the writing community, I could see the limiting beliefs holding my fellow authors back, and it became my mission to fight them. Join me for weekly mindset development and claim the transformation waiting inside you. you. Thank you, everybody, for listening today. This episode is brought to you by Fort Lauderdale. (laughs) Not really, but I am outside today next to the water recording on my iPhone. So forgive any strange sounds or audio differences, but I'm right next to the water. There's a beautiful breeze. And I felt inspired to share this topic today. So I thought we would do it together outside in the beautiful December air. So today's thoughts how to let go of the past and start fresh in 2019. This is something that is really important to me right now, something that I'm sure is on you guys' mind as well. And as I'm gearing up for some announcements for things that I'm working on in 2019 and also things that I'm letting go of and changing in 2019, I wanted to give this episode to give some clarity on some of those thoughts and also help you move past some of the things that might be holding you back as well. So, I have five tips today, all on the topic of clearing your physical, digital, and emotional clutter to let go of what is holding you back. And tip number one is the hardest one. So, I wanted to start there. Forgive yourself. That is something that is very difficult for many people to do because. Sometimes you don't even know that you're blaming yourself. Sometimes you don't even know that you're being hard on yourself. That is something that I've had to deal with a lot and I've become a lot more aware of this year that the expectations that I put on myself are way above and beyond what other people are expecting of me. They are um, way too overbearing and I'm giving myself more work and more pain than I need to be doing. And it's holding me back and that might be the same for you. And honestly, it probably is. A lot of us think that we have to take on the world, that we have to be Atlas and hold the world on our shoulders. And we don't have to do that. So step number one in letting go of the physical, digital, and emotional clutter is forgiving yourself for things that you said that you were going to do and you didn't, for things that you had the best of expectations to do, for all of the times that you decided that you needed to sleep instead of meeting your word count. For all of the little things like not taking out your dog an extra time that day because you were just so emotionally drained you couldn't leave the couch. Like, There's a lot of things that we could be feeling bad about without even realizing or we could be adding on to ourselves that we don't need to so just take a moment take a huge deep breath and tell yourself that you love yourself and that it's okay for anything that you didn't do or even things that you did do that now looking back you really shouldn't have So step one, forgive yourself. And that is something that is ongoing, something that you'll need to do every day, especially as you prioritize what you should really be focusing on, is to let go. So step one, forgive yourself. It's a big one. Do it all the time. (laughs) Step number two, say no more often. Say yes to less close those obligations and this can be physical obligations like lunch dates with people you don't actually want to go on lunch with or (laughs) literal um like digital obligations like having a twitter account because you think that you should um you know (laughs) side tangent obviously it's good to reserve your username if you have a business um but you don't have to be active on every single account in that exists (laughs) And that's something that I'm coming up with is that I've decided to only focus on like four things in 2019 when it comes to my digital online presence. And that is, you know, my podcast. Hi, uh, my Instagram Uh, My blog. I consider my blog and my Pinterest kind of the same and then also my Facebook So those are the four things that I'm going to be focusing on in 2019 So that means I'm letting go of a lot. I have a tumblr page I never use I have an extra insta account that I need to delete that I reserved an old username I used to use Um, I have my youtube channel that I'm no longer going to be putting as much effort into if any and that's a really big one for me that was very emotional for me, and step four is going to talk about that a little bit, um, but deciding and twitter i don 't want to focus on Twitter in two thousand and nineteen so there 's a lot of things that i 'm kind of clearing up. I did like a a audit of googling myself and realizing that a lot of the front page is things that aren 't relevant to me anymore and things that i don 't want to drive traffic to, so clearing that up and deleting what I can, or putting on those pages where you can actually find me so that I can have a more clear digital footprint. And also really putting my focus into the accounts that I know help uh, me reach more people and help other people as well, things that I feel aligned with. So that was an interesting one to realize that I needed to not half-ass do everything but just focus on a few important things and I want you to consider that as well because a lot of us are you know authors working to build our author platform and we think we have to be everywhere and having thousands of followers everywhere so instead focusing on a few platforms that you feel very passionate about and you know that you can reach your prospective readers or other authors that are of interest to you and make connections that is what you should be doing rather than being half on everything doing a little bit of everything rather than being intentional so that's something that i'm focusing on and it feels really clearing it feels really good to not try to do everything because not you can do anything but you can't do everything is a good quote another part of this is also to delegate more (laughs) Make sure that you are doing the things that you should be doing and if you're part of a family and you have other people that can help you around the house or things that you can move over those responsibilities to someone that you think would be more better attuned to it rather than you just doing it because you've always done it. Those are things that you can say no to to clear up more space for what you need to bring into your life. A lot of this getting rid of and decluttering in every aspect of your life is so that you can bring in more of the good and more good can't come in if there's no room for it so delegating more is very important something that i did recently and this is a shout out to heart breathings sarah cannon she has a new planner out on etsy and i downloaded it uh even though i have A lot of planners for 2019 Um, but I was really interested in her guided questions and how she prioritizes it's the HB 90 method so I will link it in the show notes but one of the things that she had in the introduction sections of this planner and it's a digital planner you can download and print yourself is prioritizing what you actually have the time to do (laughs) and I hadn't even thought about that but it makes you look at what is a goal what is a project What is a recurring task? And then also just making a work schedule, going hour by hour, and seeing where you have those gaps of time. And I realized that I was putting on more things every single week and month that I physically did not have the capability of doing there was not a lick of spare time in this calendar that had I had made for myself and I was like this is a little bit crazy I can't say I'm gonna upload a podcast every week a blog every week a newsletter every week like there's no way I can physically do everything every week so that helped me come up with what accounts I'm going to prioritize what I'm going to be sharing more often and the like so I wanted to share that with you. If you're interested in that planner and that time blocking system, I will link it in the show notes. Thank you, Sarah, for uploading that video about it because so I was like, oh my gosh, I need this. And I'm glad I did because it helped me prioritize some of the things I'm focusing on in 2019 and realize that it's not physically possible to do it all. And I'm going to talk on, a next, on another tip about how that's actually good. So bear with me there, but close those obligations. That was number two. Make sure that you're doing only what you physically can. Say no more often and delegate. Limit your social accounts, limit your social time. All of that comes together so that you're able to be intentional with what you're doing every day. That leads into number three be intentional with your goals, projects, and obligations now so that it's easier to close those loops and move on. Evaluate what you are doing often. And a lot of this has to do with goal setting, but also regularly checking in on your goals. So many of us, and this is something I have been guilty of as well, at, you know, December this time every year, I set up a list of 30,000 things, like two to three pages of all that I am going to accomplish in in the next coming year, rather than deciding intentionally on what will actually make my life the best life that I want to be, rather than just putting down a whole bunch of things that I think I should do. Like, I think I should be exercising more. I think I should be healthier. I should go on more dates. I should do this. I should do that. And all of these things that are, yes, they're good. Drink more water, definitely do that. But if you're putting this huge list and then you're not paying attention to it and you're not checking in with it regularly and you're not dedicating the time that it needs to actually be accomplished, then that's going to be something else at the end of the year that you're going to have to tell yourself, I forgive myself for. You don't want to create more to feel guilty about you want to be intentional with what you are bringing into your life what you are trying to manifest what you are trying to become part of your reality and saying yes to everything doesn't help so like I mentioned in step two say yes to only a few things write down at most five things that you want to work on for the coming year and then you're able to check in on that regularly and see how you're bringing yourself closer or farther away from that goal and make those five things what will make the biggest impact what will be the biggest dominoes in your life for me I have been working on my book Fan- uh, YA fantasy ember dragon daughter I've been working on it for two years and my goal is to get it published in 2019 or Sarah would probably say that's a project rather than a goal but publishing books increasing my income increasing my career and bringing forth new areas in my career to explore those are all really big focuses for me in 2019 and that includes publishing my first novel so I'm really excited about that and I know that that is a domino driver publishing a book is going to change a lot of areas in my life. So that is one of the main things I'm going to be focusing on. So I encourage you to look at all of the goals and plans that you have for 2019 and think, what is a domino? What is going to be bringing forth the life of your wildest dreams? And now step number four, look within. Things that we can't let go of are usually for very specific reasons. And this is me going back to uh, my recent decision uh, that I will be announcing in a video soon to kind of close up my YouTube channel, not deleting it or anything. I'm leaving the videos that I already created out there just to be like a reminder for me for nostalgia and to make sure that they're available for the people that needed them and found them helpful. But YouTube isn't my platform. In my head, it isn't anyway. It isn't the platform that I feel like is going to drive my career in the way that I want it to. And it was very hard for me to come to that decision to not post anymore. So there's a few more videos coming in December. But then after that, I'm not planning on posting anything and putting a formal announcement that I'm kind of closing that loop may not be necessary. A lot of people just when they decide not to post anymore, they just stop posting. But for me, I felt like it honored that decision and it made it easier for me to let go of it officially because if I just stopped posting, I might randomly in two months say, I'm gonna do it again and then post up one video and then not be able to do another for another two months or another six months. And I wanted to close that door emotionally and in my heart so that I could honor what youtube has given me over the past few years because youtube is really like kind of the heart of where i saw my career started in social media you know i work in social media and marketing and it started with that youtube channel and that youtube channel gave me so many opportunities and i was able to meet so many amazing people all of the author connections i have now were because i had an instagram to help support my youtube if that makes sense um and a lot of these people that I follow from their YouTube videos. So I've made so many connections, great lifelong friends, that it feels almost like a disservice to close that door because in my head I initially thought, then, am I saying goodbye to what I got? If that makes sense, it's a little bit of a complicated relationship in my head, and Writing all of that out going through all of my feelings and realizing that just because I close the door That doesn't mean that I'm saying that everything that happened because of that door is invalid I am honoring it by knowing that it isn't serving me anymore And that I'm not able to serve others in the right way on that platform anymore. So by me closing that door I'm in my head Formally respecting it and giving it a send-off and saying thank you so much to all of the people that have supported me on that platform and also letting them know where they can reach out to me, where I can intentionally engage with them, where they can just send me messages and we can talk and I can try to help them on a deeper level. So going and formally letting go of that and understanding what it gave me understanding why I was having trouble with it and this is a message that I've said before I think it was episode six or five about pain pain is always serving you pain is always there for a reason it's about the perspective and things that you haven't let go of it's because they have at one point or in some way are giving you a service or they're giving you an emotional reaction there's something in there that you need to learn and I feel like I've learned all that I need to from my time as a YouTube content creator and now I will learn more away from it so look within what is something that you are having trouble letting go of whether it's a person a physical product um, a platform look in and realize what does it feel like to you and go from there and figuring out if you need to let it go. And the final tip, tip number five, is to change your perception. If you are letting go of something, you are not missing out. That fear of missing out I know can be a really deep driver, but it's not about missing out on something. You are actually gaining when you let go of something that is no longer serving you or something that you feel is holding you back if you let go of a platform, let go of a person, let go of an object, you are creating more space in your life for what you deem to be truly important. And it's about those priorities. Setting the priorities for your life gives you a lot of power. Setting priorities helps you create the life that you've always wanted to lead. It helps you dig away expectations. It helps you push out excuses. If you are prioritizing only exactly what you need to do, you are making the biggest impact on your life and your family's life and your friend's life. It's a domino effect. Everybody benefits when you are happier and you are reaching For what makes you the happiest, when you are working on your book, when you are working on your platform in an intentional way, when you are spending time with your family instead of writing because you know that's what you need to do, that helps everybody too. So when you are letting something go, even though it may feel uncomfortable and it may feel a little painful at times, when you let something go, you are creating space for something better you are bringing more light into your life you are giving yourself the gift of time you are giving so much to your heart by telling it what matters so those are the five steps to help you let go of the past and start fresh in 2019 clear physical digital emotional clutter by these five things just to sum up one forgive yourself two Close obligations. Three, be intentional with your goals. Don't have too many of them. Number four, look within on why something is hard to let go of. And number five, change the perceptions of letting go. Thank you so much for listening today. I have a quick announcement. My social media for mindful authors course is closing. I will no longer be offering it in 2019. So make sure to click the link below if it's something that you've been dying to try. If you are interested in changing perceptions, this is definitely a course for you because it helped me look at social media differently. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that you are having an amazing end to your year and that you feel clearer and ready to take on the next year and be the best self that you can be. Have a great job. Have a great job. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Talk to you later. Bye you showed up today for your success congratulations world creator to get the most out of hwn join the newsletter as a thank you you'll receive for free the chapter planner and scene planner that i use for my own novels sign up for your free gift at slash join it will be linked in the show notes if what you heard today helped you and you think it will help your other writerly friends please share this episode on social media take a screenshot right now tag me on instagram and twitter my username is at rebecca k sampson as you know reviews help authors and there is no difference here leave a review on your favorite podcast app to help spread the word thank you for spending a few minutes with me i sincerely appreciate your time